Oh, hey, guys. It's Ghosted Stories. Oh, hey. Didn't you see you there? Oh, what a surprise that you're sitting next yeah. to me again. What's going oh, on? Oh, it's so exciting. That was a good intro. Well done. Thank you. You're getting better. You're getting good. You're getting more Listen, confident. I'm getting decent at it. You're getting more confident <laughs> in introducing your own self. Um, welcome to Ghosted Stories. We have a very special guest because she's not only she's she's a bartender, she's a dating aficionado, mm-hmm. and she's Barely. Aaron's cousin. She's my baby cousin. Oh my god, Hi. it's Brianna Leaf. Yay. Yay. This is so exciting. You're in town one night only in a few nights, but for from Denver. Right. But you used to live here. I lived in New York about five years. Um, I grew up in New Hampshire originally, where Erin is also from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I moved to New York uh, because of Erin. Luckily, she... Oh, really? I dragged yeah, her out. she dragged me out of New Hampshire. I, I was, was like, you're one of the good ones. Get the fuck <laughs> out of there. <laughs> I was like dating... I was dating this guy, and he owned a restaurant, and it went under, and he went under. Oh, boy. And he was like, I'm going to Key West for a couple months who chooses to go to Key West? I don't know. Mm. I don't. Yeah, why did he choose Key West? His just sister. Hemingway, yeah, his sister was down there. I think it's very nice. It's just a very random choice. Right. Um, so I was like, you know what? If he's going to do that, like, I'm going to go to New York for the summer. So I got a sublet for three months. And then I lived here for five years. Yeah. And um, I just recently moved to Denver two months ago. So How do you feel about it? I like it. It's kind of my vibe. It's literally just good vibes out there. Oh, good. Because everybody's stoned. Oh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> they legalized it out there. You would never because you're a perfect angel. Uh, hardly. <laughs> so we're very excited that we have you here on your vacay, giving some of your vacay to us in this podcast. I am so stoked that I could. <laughs> <laughs> we should do some topical shit before we get into your, your ghosted stories. Correct. What I was thinking about with Brie, like what would be a good topical shit because she's in the service industry currently. I spent all of my 20s in the service industry. Right. And I think... I, p- I patronize the service industry. You do. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> that I think like something that happens not everywhere, but I think is like a epidemic in the service industry is shitting where you eat yes dating it's dating your co-worker it has to, yeah you have to because especially like within the service industry it's like you are on a different schedule than the rest of the world yeah so you right. have to like get in with people that are on your schedule and i would say too and i don't do comedy nearly as much as i used to a few years ago but back when i was out there doing comedy every night i right. mean that was the same thing like everyone's just fucking everyone else because again those are the people you're around you're on your same weird schedule they get it they get it if you have to be like look i can't hang out tonight i have to do a show right it's like yeah i got a show too you know whereas other people are like what do you mean like we had this it's like now nah, i got a show let's definitively come to the conclusion by the time this five minute segment is over is it a good thing to do or a bad thing to do go i say it's a good <laughs> it's a good thing i mean where are you going to meet people right it's mm-hmm. that's it's just the easiest thing in the world um it can go bad i haven't had a very sour experience um as i said the guy i dated used to own the restaurant that I worked at. Was it ever contentious with any of the other people you it, worked with? It definitely they- can be. I mean, yeah. that one, like the fact that he owned it definitely was kind of weird. I remember I had a guest complaint once um, and he had to listen to it and people uh, were actually laughing at, they were like, your boyfriend has to listen to somebody complain about you. I'm like, I don't care. Bye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So you worked that to your Yeah, this then. woman was upset that I gave her child um, milk in a child's class. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it, but she was like, she was like, my daughter's eleven. She doesn't need a child's glass. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Well, 
Who orders milk at a restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) You know who? Our grandfather. Oh, he orders. He always orders chocolate milk whenever we go out. It's the most chocolate milk. Wait, Papa orders chocolate milk. Yeah, it's one of the top ten adorable things about him. Wait, he always gets a Tom Collins with me. Is it because? Oh, do they think I'm an alcoholic? Like, why do they drink with me? (laughs) (laughs) I think we were also out. We go to like, uh, like during the day, we go to like the golf course. Oh, right. No, that makes us sound bougie. We're not. Oh, it's a mini putt putt golf course. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, not. the oh, the one in Litchfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With that uh, seafood restaurant. <laughs> it's and not. The milk. Yeah, we're not going. Nobody <laughs> is letting us in Teddy Country Club. Okay. Um, so it never. So it worked out for you, right? So that worked. Well, that's not the first or last time I shat. Uh, shat. Where I shat where you yeah. yes um shat where you had it's, eaten it's worked out where it's like i was a manager at one place and i uh you're not supposed to hook up with yeah. people as a as a manager you're only you're supposed to only go horizontal not vertical right right, right. but you're like fuck those rules yeah, yeah. so i could you're going got, up you're going down you're going anywhere you want <laughs> dishwashers <laughs> oh yeah no See no well, pizza cook once um <laughs> front of house back of house yeah it happens um but i actually legitimately could have gotten in trouble for that one so that one was like very under the radar so i think that's part of the fun of shitting where you eat too mm. is that it's under the radar right yeah. because you can just be just hooking up with somebody as opposed to being in a relationship like mm-hmm. right. um the guy who owned the restaurant we were in a relationship and we were very open about it right just to like let people know right exactly which i think is probably the best policy in most cases but like you said maybe not as sexy yeah when you're kind of like oh anything that's a secret just makes it yeah, sexy. super sexy yeah. you dated some people where you worked in the past so uh, i never dated anybody where i worked like we were in the same we worked at the same bar but i've dated guys who worked at like the bar the next door got it and that's where the problem was i think oh really that was more of a problem than if you would really dated somebody oh well i guess i was never going to date any of the guys that i worked with because okay. i feel like also familiarity breeds contempt and it's so true. i knew even though they were like i worked with some like very attractive bartenders but i just knew too much about them at a certain right. stage that i'm like i just can't get it up for you because right. i just know too right. many things about you and you've, and you've said and done too many things to me that I'm just like I you're right it's like a, it turns into like a brotherly thing like so fast yes, exactly it then becomes I'm like, a very yeah yeah but was it problematic that you were dating people adjacent to you oh yeah well also because I was like you know I was drinking heavily for my 20s and I think in it New was, York City in New York City oh, what which, <laughs> I know well is it just I feel like in New York it's a different sort of thing because I Definitely. never had to worry about driving so oh, it'd be course. I would show up and I was working in like a very busy bar so we would just like start drinking early and we would be drunk so it was just like a very like drunken fueled affair but I like you know how sometimes you're just like wandering around your apartment in your underwear avoiding doing work and right. or maybe that's just me <laughs> and um and like just something the fact comes that in. you're wandering around instead of laying down. Oh yeah, I just it's do like figure eights. Like... I just walk into rooms and forget what I'm there, and then just do another <laughs> loop. Um, and oh, and something just came to me, and it struck me as so funny. I was like laughing by myself, but like so, I was seeing that we were like never officially dating. We we're always just sort of like on and off. And he had done something, and I honestly don't remember what he had done to upset me. But I showed up to work, and I was like couldn't stop crying. Because of like whatever it was that he did, but I don't remember what it was. And I just remember like the back bartender who was like the waitress's bartender 
uh and she was from the dr and she was like oh yes. honey she's like you just look so beautiful when you cry like who else does that you just have the most like cinematic tears and i was like <laughs> thank you <laughs> i was like i don't even know what now i just want to keep crying like yeah. maybe someone will like quick fall in love with me this way um and you but, but lived fun. Above, you lived above the bar you worked at, right? Not at that time, but like I did eventually live above oh, the bar right. that I worked at. Is that weird at all? At that time, I think we were so done, right? That I think, and my landlord was his manager. Okay, but I think we were just very like, but I mean, because that had been, that was like four years on from this, so it was sort of okay, like, so it was whatever. Like, like who really wasn't cares? Anymore. And then I dated a bartender at our after hours bar. Okay. Oh. And that was, I mean, that was just fun because then I could like get as many people as I wanted into the after hours bar. Right. So was that was this, just like a um, lot of power. Arctica. Ar- Arctica? Yeah, the bar. No, not the man. That <laughs> <laughs> no, Remember no, that guy was... you dated from Antarctica? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was... He was cool. The only thing I remember, my only memory of being at Arctica was... I was there with a handful of friends and this guy that I'd sort of like, there's a couple times we went out on like, is it a date sort of things? And then he kind of blew me off. I was like, whatever. Then he kind of came back and was like, you know, at that time I was seeing someone, I didn't handle it right, but now I'm not like, I like you. And I was like, well, I don't know if I feel that way. Like, you know, one of those all like super back and forth things. And then we became friends or so I thought. (sighs) And then we were at Artica one night and he pulled me outside to basically have some sort of weird no. define the relationship like <laughs> I just don't want to know like what's going on here and, and I'm just like we're friends like I think just the fact that then we had been hanging out a few times to where he had led me to believe or I had right. genuinely believed like we're just friends now everyone at this point had a cell phone it was probably like right at the beginning of that <laughs> The bartender poked his head outside and said, are you Chelsea? I said, yes. And he said, you have a phone call at the bar. What? (laughs) Because my girlfriends that I was with were trying to figure out how to rescue me. And that's what came to their mind. Oh, that's genius. That's amazing. They told the bartender, go tell her she has a phone call. You have a child at home with a babysitter. Like, why would somebody call the bar? like, I'm literally, like, holding my cell phone Like an episode of Mad Men. Like... Bringing the telephone over to Peggy Olsen. I was like, like I came inside and I'm like the whole time. I'm just so shocked by this is happening. I'm like, Oh, that reminds me. I have like a great bartender savior story. That's like my favorite. Go. So this was like a long time ago in an area far away called Ditmars, which is like, you know, I used to live there. And then I went out one night with my friend, Amy, and I met this guy at a bar and I was like just drunk and like ready to make out with somebody. We went to Stone Street. So if you live in New York, you know, Ulysses. Or one of those. I've made several bad decisions. Yeah. And I ended up (laughs) like just making out with a guy there just because I was like, well, you know, I'm 23. Let's do this. Right. And, um, and then he started texting me like he wanted a relationship and I was like, all right, fine. And I was 23. So I wasn't like, I didn't know enough of myself to be like, he was, he was older, but no, in his twenties though. Like I know he wasn't much older than me. Um, and I remember, and I was like, finally like, okay, fine. Like I'll meet you at a bar in my neighborhood. So I like picked a bar 
the Irish Rover in Astoria. Oh, and I was like, all right, I'll meet you there. So we, so we met there and I just like, as soon, you know how as soon as somebody walks in the bar, you're like, eh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. And so that's how I felt. And I was, so I was like talking to him and whatever. And he was like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm into really into like Johnny Cash. Like I know it's weird. I'm like, it's not weird because not the weird. Joaquin Phoenix buyout pick just came out and like everyone's into Johnny oh Cash. My God. And also like Johnny Cash is amazing. So right. like you're not a unique snowflake. And, um, and he went to the bathroom and I was drunk, of course. And so I was like talking to the bartender and like two girls at the bar. And I was like, guys, I really don't like this guy. I don't know what to do. I feel like he's going to want to make out with me. And I don't know what to say. Right. Also because I'm 23. And what I should have said was like, I don't want to make out with you. Like have a great life. Right. Good day. You yeah. Know? And so he came back in the bathroom and then I went to the bathroom and then I came back and just a look on his face. I was like, <laughs> look, I was, about, like, like, was he like getting ready to put his mouth? On your mouth? No, he just looks like kind of sad. And I was like, uh, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, oh, so I had a chat with the bartender. And so, and he just sort of like said goodbye and left. What? Oh my God, that's incredible. It was so great. And then I like, the bartender was like, oh yeah, honey, I told him it wasn't going to happen. So like, don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) And he left. And then I like had another drink. The bartender, I was like, yes, ladies helping ladies. This is fantastic. That is so fucking amazing. Isn't it great? And I was just like, oh, if you only we could all do that on dates is just be like, here's what I'm going to need you to tell them while I'm in the bathroom. So is it uh, do we feel positive about the times oh, i never even told a story about if i shout yeah, right. have you ever shout well i yeah. i mean i've i've never dated someone that i worked directly with like a coworker. i did date my last boyfriend he was a comedian and back then like i haven't been doing stand-up as much anymore but for about four years like i was out there doing stand-up pretty much every night and that wasn't weird also during the time when we were together i i was starting to slowly phase out of doing it a lot and we kind of had different friend groups like comedy is in the same way like very everyone's sort of right. we're on the same circle mm-hmm. in a sense but somehow strangely he was sort of in a sort of just like little tangential group than any of the people that I was like really close with so I mean other than that like I definitely have just like hooked up with random comedians throughout the years but nothing the weird the only thing that came close to being weird for me and I forget if I talked about this on the podcast before but this guy that I went on on just like a couple of dates with two, three tops, never any like more than making out, like not even like horizontal make out, like mm-hmm. vertical make out on the street, like right. a couple of casual dates. And I guess he was way more into it than I was. Not to say that I wasn't like, oh, you know, enjoying my time with him, but I just didn't really see it going anywhere. He was getting attached. I could sense that. So I kind of tried to like, you know, f- phase it out. And um, he basically, long story already long, I admitted to him that I had like hooked up with someone that he knows like very recently, but I was like, it doesn't like, we're not together. We went on a couple of dates. This was a guy that I'd been hooking up with on and off for like two years and he was just threatened by that. And so that, I mean, thankfully sad for him that that's how it had to, but it kind of then gave me the out of like, okay, you're upset by this. Guess it's not going to work out. Bye. And then about a month after that, I was at a show and he started doing this bit in my ears. I didn't realize he was on the show and I realized like I, I perked up and started tuning in because he, I was, I was like, this sounds familiar. And he had this bit about how we broke up Mm. and it was like basically verbatim. Like our conversation was part of the bit. And so I feel like in comedy, that's like the weird X factor danger of where you're kind of like, 
you know it's like i always joke it's like comedy high school we always say because it can be so weird and petty and insular and then it's like comedy high school and then at the end of every day you have an assembly where you get you know what i mean (laughs) we get to go up on stage and like say shit about each other so he had this bit that he did pretty regularly and i don't think anyone other than his good friends and my good friends it's not like people knew it was about me i mean that's the problem when you date a bartender that you work with though is that then you have to watch him flirt with girls all night yes and then you have to watch him hook up with other girls maybe not like watch him hook up with girls but like no like after you guys have broken up and like okay and so like they're gonna go to the bar that we're at and i have to like one Pretend bartender. to be cool and I'm right. I've never been no one's ever described me as a cool person <laughs> <laughs> I think you're I think cool. pretty hip and no I'm not I, a, thank you guys I have a I've hooked up with somebody and later that week he brought a girl to the bar and was like this is my girlfriend and I was like excuse me <laughs> oh yeah. my god like, that's tough I was like oh this girl oh and I wanted to just give her a hug right. more than me like, like I oh, didn't sweetie. feel bad because I knew like we were just whatever hanging out right um but he brought her in and said this is do you think that was in his mind his way of like letting you know or was he just completely detached from the situation they didn't even think it was weird he just doesn't think it's weird wow he's yeah that was some good topical shit. That's this is yeah. great topical shit. Do we want to get in, in New York? Cheer. Yeah. It is dating in New York. <laughs> I mean, just should be its own podcast. I feel like that basically yeah. is this podcast at this it's point. Do you, before we get into your ghosted story, we have the one question that you know we're gonna ask. Oh, actually, I'm super prepared for this. Oh, one. oh let's hear it. Okay. Well, oh, who do I look like? Yeah. Who would play so you? I uh, before, in your life story. Before we started recording, <laughs> she just pulled a piece of paper no, out of her pocket. She everyone. has no. <laughs> no, so before we started recording, I was telling them on New Year's, I went to this Irish pub in Times Square and jumped behind the bar to go say hi to the bartender. And um, this guy came up to me, and I was like just like dancing with the bartender, um, hanging. And this guy came up to me and silently handed me this note, which Chelsea can read, oh and God. then walked away. The note says, Amy Schumer can dance. Right. What is that even? <laughs> what? And he thought she he was thought, Amy Schumer. He thought it was Amy Schumer. No. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? That is hilarious. Oh my God. I, yeah. Have you and ever, I was like, anyway, you ever so got put that, that on your gravestone. Yeah. Amy Schumer can dance. I mean, I, I, yeah. Now that you've said it, I, I can see it. Have you, I, do you get that often? I get it at least once a day. And really? I get a day? Okay. Once a week. Okay. But that's just because I work in hospitality, so I meet new people all the time. Constantly. So, yeah. And they're always like, has anyone ever? And I'm like, Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. I think it's my lack of a filter, <laughs> my humor. So people are like, oh, this blonde girl is just saying everything. So she's just like Amy Schumer. That's so funny. You do but look a little bit like yeah, Amy Schumer. A little bit. I think Amy Schumer is a very beautiful woman. Oh, she I is. love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's I am fantastic. A big fan. Yeah, when I was younger, before, you know how much I love Amanda Bynes. You also <gasps> look like Amanda oh Bynes. Oh my God, I have a picture of her on my wall. I love her. her green wig So much. Era. So, um, um, Aaron's brother got me, uh, and he's not a big gift giver. It's not that he's... Oh, he didn't give me anything for Christmas this year. It's not <laughs> that he's insincere, but he doesn't want to get a gift for the sake of it unless it Sure. He, oh, yeah, he only gives... Like, he also bought me a computer in November for no reason. Right. Like, like he's I very... I respect the sentiment yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. So I was actually surprised, like, a couple of years ago when she was having her meltdown. It was the best summer of my life. <laughs> uh, he, uh, my birthday's at the end of July... 
I like got a package at my apartment and I opened it up and it was from um, Andrew and it was a, a shirt with Amanda Bynes like mug or no not her mug shot but something and it just said free Amanda and I was I like love it. thank you like this is that's so good so this I is mean, what I would have wanted it was everything I dreamed of in a t-shirt um okay that's a good that's a good who you look like yeah, yeah. give us then just an overall brief sort of like what is your dating life about so that we can textualize any stories we're going to hear? Do you date a lot, a lot of serious relationships? Are you on the apps? Are you just like fucking people you work with? So (laughs) um, when I was younger, I like would get into more, I just was very insecure in high school and I would like kind of hang out with anyone really. I was like, Oh wow. You like, you like me? Like, well, I'd like you back even if I didn't. So I kind of like went through different phases of trying to figure out who I was, which everyone does as a teenager. And then I, in college, I had a long-term boyfriend for three years. And then I, and then after college, I kind of recycled through a couple people. And then I went back to dating long-term, which is the guy who in the restaurant. Um, But when we, we broke up and I moved to New York and New York is just a very difficult place it to is. connect with somebody it's a different world well in, in new york you have to decide that you want to be a relationship and right then you have to find someone else who's also made that decision right independent of you right and then that's, that's how you start a relationship yes like, I, like, there's well no just like meeting somebody who is not interested in a relationship and just like making that happen yeah. right i specifically when i moved here did not plan on dating anyone i was like i'm going to just be my own person not date anyone and then i got caught up in work and then you the whole shitting where you eat type situation but right. i was happy to be single yeah in yeah. the city i was and too yeah. for a long time i mean like, like uh, anytime i am happy. yeah i had um one uh man that i <laughs> I, I he's in my phone almost as voldemort <laughs> <laughs> where we would go through a cycle of on and off but you know i've just been single for quite a while okay all right happy all right yeah um yes don't have to contextualize that i hate when people feel like single is equated as like discontent in some way yeah theoretically you're going to be married longer than you were single right yes better enjoy it and also you were like you came out here when you were like 23 yeah so yeah you were having a good old time right um and then do you have, because I know you have some ghosted stories, but then you also have like a pretty good just dating horror story. Which did you want to share with us? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all of the dating horror stories, oh all God. the ghosted stories. I'm trying to think of how to best describe like my ghosted story from high school. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, which is difficult An to do. An early adopter. Right. So um, <laughs> that is like oh, nearly impossible. Right. So he, I'm not going to name him. Um, we I, can name him like another ghost. That was something we did for a solid three You tried episodes. that for like three episodes it. and there's yeah. no ghosts anyways. Is it just feel forced? I thought I was so clever. It's, and it's I fun. It's so fun in theory. Yeah, mm. but it's like, it All puts right. people on the spot. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> so you can um, just name him anything. Whatever. Voldemort. Richard. <laughs> Richard. Okay. Yeah. So I was a junior in high school at the time and I, my friend actually had a crush on Richard and I had some good girlfriends in high school, but we were just all friends. We were like all, I was on the cheerleading team. We all hung out together. It was kind of like forced friends where I have nothing negative to say about any of these girls, but we just didn't connect fully. Yeah, I think you wouldn't in a vacuum just make friends with each other, but it's like you're, you're 
here are the people to select from. Exactly. We're all wearing the same outfit. Right. Let's right. be friends. Right. Yeah, exactly. So we would be competitive with each other for no reason because we're young and insecure and right. this and that. So I, she kind of had a crush on Richard and Richard did not reciprocate. And but then he ended up kind of like hanging out with me. And so now I would probably communicate this to my friend and be like, sorry. But back then I was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He likes me better. I'm going to be a shitty friend. So um, we started dating like we were actually dating for, I don't know, a month or two, which is a long time when you're 17. So we would um, hang out after hang out after school he had a car he would pick me up oh shit. you know all that hey, we babe, would um it. yeah very you know <laughs> like we would go on very romantic dates like um the smoke- dairy queen while it was open three months a year no so <laughs> we would um smoke pot in the burger king parking lot and Ooh. then go dine in at burger king wow i know i know i know the king <laughs> dine in <laughs> I got left at a Burger King after a date once. So one of my my, <laughs> my best high school guy friend, like still one of my closest friends to this day. And we went on like one weird like freshman in high school, like sort of pseudo date with like other friends to mm-hmm. the movies. But the way he like sort of made it known that he was trying to make it a date was that he bought my ticket. Like, and then he kind of like, oh, she she like that's happened to me. Fear. Oh, I had, it was weird. Cause oh. I guess in a way I'd kind of had a crush on him on and off. Like we knew each other a while. And, and then, you know, since still our friends now. Right. So I think it's one of those things where like, when you're close friends in high school, you just sort of always are sort of like, do I have a crush on you? Like, you right. go on and off of well, it. You switch the guys. feelings are. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. What you are feeling. And like, yeah. oh, is this just one of my good friends? Do I like him? Whatever. Right. So it was kind of like, okay, this is kind of fun. And he sort of like a little bit sheepishly held my hand at the movies. And then like some people left and some people went to Burger King and then we went to Burger King and then he just left. (gasps) So it wasn't like he left me, but he left me with other people. So I was just like, okay. And then like we never (laughs) talked about it ever and nothing ever happened between us. And then like it wasn't until like very sort of recently-ish that I was like, remember that time you left me at Burger King? He was like, I've been waiting for this day. What did he say about it? I mean, he was just like, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, what do you want from me? I was like 15. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, like, he's just like, I don't know. I was just like confused about how to be a oh person. Oh my God. How much, yeah. How much all the feelings, you <laughs> have so many feelings charging through yes, you at every moment and everything is the worst and confusing. Right. And then trying to figure out who you like. Yeah. And I just remember every time a boy would tell me that they liked me in like high school or junior high, I would just be like. I'm fucking terrified. I can't do I this. Can't. Yeah, like what does that every mean? time I would run away? Where now I like think back and I'm like, maybe those are like nice kids that I should have been hanging out with. <laughs> but instead, I was like, this seems wrong. It's, <laughs> it's does hard not to compute. Process. Yeah. Okay. So you had a Anyways, you had a oh, positive yeah. experience. So, so our own neuroses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just stuff like that. Like it wasn't super serious, but we were definitely dating and hooking up like he was a senior i was a junior um i would hang out with his friends a good amount and we would generally we would um like uh we had aim like aol instant messenger oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, old aim. we both uh had 311 quotes about each other in our oh. aim <laughs> You could have your like cryptic like AOL I am like info. Oh, your away message. Yeah, away like, message. <gasps> yeah. Oh, um, I wish I could recall what it was, but I had like a three eleven oh. quote about him in my AIM profile, but didn't put his name. But oh, sure. it was clearly oh, of course for yeah. him. So that was like kind of that. That's very serious in yeah. two thousand four world. Yeah. Two thousand five. 
Um, <laughs> so um, one weekend we had made plans to hang out and I'm like sitting at home, doesn't send me anything on AIM. And he did this thing, which at the time was you could never tell when he was idle. So you never knew if it was at the computer oh, I or hate not. That shit. Wait, so it was always like black. It was like always like you can black. like turn off showing you, that you're idle. So like, when you're idle, oh. it goes gray to be like, oh, he's not near the he he yeah. hasn't been near the computer in 20 minutes. But he would always have it, oh. so you never knew. Maddening. Monster. Yeah, oh. yeah. He yeah. <laughs> so he didn't like respond to my aim, and then this is also 2004 question mark when. You only had 250 texts a month. So it's not like now right. where you send rapid fire. I'm a, like, and it it's was a big deal to text someone. And you forget exactly. It wasn't the back and forth text back then. It was literally like you would open your phone and you would just see what that person texted you. It wouldn't be in this conversation format where no. you saw your oh, text no. and you see the next text like back and forth. It was you like predictive text see, too. So it also yes. took you 20 minutes to text. Oh yeah, the T9. Like T9, you'd be like, you'd have to push a button. And you'd literally just see like what, and you'd have to kind of go back to this other screen and look at your sent message. Yeah. to remember what you even texted them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like it was yeah. just one text oh. at a time. I don't, when I was in college, just I was in college Just one text at a time. <laughs> I was in college at this time and through college, I don't think we ever texted each other. You would aim, you would instant message people mm-hmm. all the right. live long day and you would call them. Yep. But you would never text anybody. I agree. I never, but I was even a little bit older than both of you. Right. I was in college from 2001, 2005. Okay. So we never even like in the middle of college was sort of when people were getting cell phones. But yeah, you still wouldn't text on them. Yeah. You would call. You would like. It was after college, I think, that I started yeah. texting people. Right. And I remember my father was the first person who would text me on the reg because he worked in England. And they were texting way before us. Oh my God. Damn it. Why does America want to keep texting from us? Why does it, why does why does the government <laughs> want to keep texting away from us? Yeah, but yeah. So yeah. Anyway, anyway to say yeah. we're all old. And we're, okay. Yeah, we're all so you're a Burger King. You're living life essentially. So I'm sitting in my basement, like hanging, probably watching TGIF um, on Ugh. ABC. TGIF family, like no, just know, ABC just girl. ABC. ABC girl. Okay, yeah. so good. okay. Sorry. Um, so I shot out a text. I think I instant messaged him, and he didn't reply. And I probably called him right. or texted him. Nothing. So I was like, okay, this is fine. I'll go hang out with some of my other friends. Um, and I actually like went over to my other friend's house and was there. And I think I sent him maybe one more text being like, hey, I'm hanging out with these friends. Let me know what your plans are. Nothing. The next day, nothing. This is like a Friday night. Sunday, nothing. He doesn't IM me. He doesn't call me anything. And I find out through the grapevine because of some of my mutual friends, they were like, oh, we saw him everywhere. Like he was at this party. He was hanging out with this person. He's been out and about. And I get into school and we had a class in the same hallway Mm -hmm. and he would wait for me outside my classroom. Wasn't there. Like (laughs) just wasn't like didn't see him all week. He just like hid like nothing, 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 nothing. That's how we ended it. So it's kind of like again, it's high school relationship. No, he's, but he was eighteen. He was eighteen. Yes, and you still. But I mean, you obviously but, must have run into him after that. Yeah. Like, so this is where this is like the worst part of it because oh it's not a good quote ghosting story. Just a dumb boy didn't know how to handle not talking to me and left. Well, I mean, that's really all ghosting is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he. Um, this was about um, a month before senior prom, and we only had so fraught. 
yeah, we only had senior prom at my high school. We didn't have junior prom. So you could only go if you were invited by a senior. Uh, so we had talked about the fact that I was going to be his prom date. And um, then he ghosted me about a month or two before. Didn't talk to me. Did not talk to me at all. And then about a month. So this happened two months before. And a, and a week or two went by. And my mom was like, are you still going to prom with Richard? I'm like, I don't know. He hasn't talked to me. I love that you still remembered his fake name. <laughs> um, I, I, I said, Debbie, I don't know. He hasn't talked to me. Oh, your like, mom's Debbie too? Yes. So is mine. Such a good mom good name. Good mom name. Great mom Great mom name. Two great moms also. I oh, can yeah. <laughs> so um, my friend that was dating his best friend, I asked her, um, I said, I don't know what to do. My mom wants me to go, like, we got to go find prom dresses is this happening? Your mom is also very involved in all four of you in right. your lives. Right. So, so she would have been like, which is almost worse. Yeah. So like she knew a good amount and she knew she was like, she asked me about him and I said, I don't know. He won't like, he hasn't, we haven't really been talking and she was like, okay, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just so yeah, upset about right, it yeah. because you're just, it's nothing. And this yeah. is your first big rejection, too. Right. Yeah. And um, so I asked my friend, Kristen, I was like, she was dating his best friend at the time. And I'm, and I said, what's happening with prom? Like, should mm-hmm. I buy a dress or not? And she's and she said, oh, I'm going to see him later. We're hanging out. I'll ask him. Meaning her boyfriend. Her Richard. boyfriend. No, her boyfriend and Richard. They were oh, all okay. hanging They're out hanging together. Out. Got it. So she was like, she threw it out there on my behalf. Was mm-hmm. like... Oh, um, just trying to figure out prom plans, like for the limo. Just she probably made something up. Um, you're still taking Brie, right? And they were like, absolutely, yeah, of course, we're gonna take. He's like, yeah, yeah, Brie's my date. He's like, I said that, like, totally. So and this she, is though, you guys haven't talked in over a week. Yeah, we hadn't talked in I don't know two couple weeks. So I'm like, okay, like weird, but I'm glad because you know that's a big deal. Go, yeah. I want to go to senior prom. So he says this and um, I get into school the next day and my friend of me, the one that originally had a crush on Richard, comes in and she's like, Richard asked me to prom last night. (gasps) No. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I'm so mad right now. So can you imagine my 17 year old heart? Oh my God. Because I want to fight her so bad. Why did he... Say that. Say that. Just say that I'm not. That was literally his out right there. That was his out. That was oh, his I'm out. not taking Brie. No. And also be like, oh, we haven't spoken in two weeks, so I don't think so. Yeah, sounds or legit. Or even, I don't know. I did. Yeah. No, he is crazy. And, and then he asked, and he had he had to have known that this girl had a crush on him. Oh, he did. It was a, like, you know, I mean, not that she was head over heels, but he knew originally that she had a crush on him. Oh and then God. I kind of like, Yeah. So that was, it was the cruelest choice he could have made. That for, and especially because like how fucking uh, excited (laughs) with yourself you were when he, you started dating him over her. Yeah. That's why, that's why you got to stick to your girlfriends. Instant karma. This is why. That was instant karma. (laughs) So then what happened then? Did you ever talk to either of them again? Oh, I mean, I ended up hooking up with him again over the summer because he texted me and I was drunk and stupid in 17 in 17 right. was like okay you like me again and he did not <laughs> um yeah. did he end up dating that girl no so he ended up dating and marrying <gasps> another girl right well not from your high school? not right after but from yeah. high school so oh, wow. they're married with children i don't know 
And then what's up with the girl that he took to prom? Oh, um, nothing. Like, we remain friends. I, I like her. Like, um, we actually ended up going to, she went to a different college, and then she ended up moving back to come to University of New Hampshire. That's where I went to school. We were roommates. Um, okay. We got along well, but we're just kind of, like, faded out. I really like her. She's a good person, but I just don't talk to her too much. Uh, and I feel, happy ending, though. Happy I feel bad that I ever did that to her yeah did you guys ever talk about it when you became friends again or it was just like what's the point yeah like (laughs) I feel like some of those things when they happen that long ago it's just sort of it is like sort of what's it like I'm a big fan of communicating and talking stuff out but it's also I think some things are just like we're so young. It was so long. It's just like, yeah. what's even yeah, the point? You're just going to get point. those feelings again. Yeah. Like, if you talk to me about something that happened when I was 17, I'm like, I'll feel the way I felt when I was 17. Right. But obviously now as an adult, it's like, right. I can look back and be right. like, Oh, that wasn't that like, whatever it was. I feel like this came up on the podcast recently of just my mom, Debbie. I feel like she will still like, she still is stuck in a moment in time with some of my friends. Oh yeah. Where she's like, well, don't you remember that one thing they said to you in like 1996? I'm like, I I'm sure it happened, mom, but I don't anymore. She's like, I, it still haunts me. You know, like she's like That's still so angry at my so behalf. Grateful. It's true. Oh, you tell your parents. No, Absolutely. Because totally parents hold grudges that way for real. Yeah. I always think about like, so I have this girl that I was like true blood enemies with when I was in like sixth grade, maybe even younger till I guess this day we never made up. <laughs> but, um, Are you out there? Aaron, I have a surprise for no. you. Do you want to come I on mean, out here? Now I don't wish her obviously anything ill, but, um, and my mother held on to that grudge more than me where she was like, well, oh, yeah. anytime something would happen, she'd be like, well, what is this girl think about this and what will, what happened to her? Right. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't think this is a blood feud that I should have. Right. It was just always so bananas. Yeah. That's, I, um, similar, a subsect of the Richard story is I ended up hooking up with his friend, kind of trying to make it a revenge type thing. But his friend was this guy that my, my quote, best friend lost her virginity to. So she was upset. She didn't date him. She just lost her virginity to him. She was upset that. But honey, you live in a small town. Right. And this was three years after she lost her virginity to him. They'd never dated. So she got upset with me and stopped talking to me. And my mom was like, why doesn't, why aren't you friends with her anymore? And how do you tell your mother? Like, oh, I fucked the guy she lost her virginity to. Right. (laughs) Right. Also, I'm 16. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Deb would be like, she knew I wasn't a virgin because she read my journal. She did. She did. Yeah. She read my diary. And it was funny because my younger sister. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I was like two. It was 15, but I was, um, I know. I was, that feels young. It's so young. I was a soft, I was a sophomore. It was a couple of years before um, uh, my 16th birthday, but I was young for my grade. A couple of months, you mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did you lose your virginity? About four years before my 16th (laughs) birthday. Months. Months. Um, I was like, yeah. So my younger sister, Rissy and, uh, Marissa and I like do and don't get along for mm-hmm. various, re- well, we get along now, your sister, but at the time. And Sorry, is that your thigh or the chair? Oh. I kept like kicking something. <laughs> and then for a second, chin. I was like, oh, I thought that was a chair. And then I'm like, I think that's her thigh. <laughs> Ooh, and now I, I feel like things are getting sexy. Or that's your shit. Sorry. Okay. Oh, oh no, it's okay. So, uh, 
at the time, it was kind of funny that she would text her. She texted me because I was like out at a basketball game and she was like, FYI, mom read your diary and she knows you're not a virgin anymore. <laughs> and I was like, yo! <laughs> and she's like, Jess, who's my older sister, she's like, Jess already calmed her down. Like, and she's like, also mom found your beers under your bed. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> there are probably like three skunked Keystone Lights, I but that you would oh ever drink today. <laughs> That, one of the first times that I ever, I never really drank at all in high school, but a couple of my guy friends would always bring beers around. And for some reason, I have a very distinct right. memory of us like being in my yard. <laughs> and then, and also my dad was like the principal and then later the superintendent. So that was also, I'm like, I don't care what you do in your spare time, but don't be fucking bringing beers to my yeah, house. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want fair. that, you know? And so, but I remember specifically one time them being like, one of them had a beer and I'm like, no, get that out of here. And then yeah. they open up and they're like, it's gone. <laughs> it was a Keystone light, I remember. And I'm also like, I think that's the only way I imagine a Keystone light. Light is <laughs> warm and skunked. Yeah. <laughs> we're 50 to we're drinking Keystone Light, like let it be skunked. Like, what is that? It's still alcoholic. I remember my dad would always just buy, like, t- like he, always, he, my dad, like, loves Sam Adams. So there would always be, like, an absurd amount of Sam Adams. Also, <laughs> my mother doesn't drink. So every time we had a family party, all of my uncles would roll deep with, like, three 24 packs because they were, like, right. terrified of the beer running, running out. out. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, we, I come from a family of heavy, heavy right. drinkers, right. except for my parents. So we yeah. always just had, like, a ton of beers. So that would always be what I would take to parties is just, like, Sam Adams, like, Oktoberfest. I'd be like, sorry, guys. That's, that's an aggressive I move. <laughs> I know. I'd always be bringing, like, the good beers. They're like, it's July. And you're like, that's what we got. <laughs> That's what we're working with. That's what I thought I could take without anybody noticing. Um, so this is we're drinking Sam. I stole Kahlua from my. Oh no, I went and bought Kahlua because I loved White Russians, and um, Ooh, I bought Kahlua. Bold choice, bold yeah, choice. and I had it in our. Um, I had it. I hid it somewhere in a garage, and my mom or dad. How did you buy it? I didn't buy it. Somebody oh, bought, bought it oh, for okay, me. Okay. I yeah. I thought you had the hookup, and I was mad for young. Lady. No, it was probably <laughs> it was probably my sister who yeah. bought it for me, and I don't know. So your sister was supposed to give me her ID. She never did. Wow. Wow. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> also, sidebar: one time, Amy Schumer gave our friend Kelly her ID to get into a bar when I she forgot her bar because I like can't. Amy, that's hilarious. Amy Schumer was basically like a senior to my freshman, like in right. comedy, and we had like a mutual best friend. Did so, she, yeah, she invite you then uninvite you to prom? <laughs> <laughs> She talk about in the press. <laughs> <laughs> so you had Kahlua in the Oh, I had Kahlua in the garage and my mom or dad found it and just put it in their liquor cabinet and then oh, I just yeah, stole it out of the liquor cabinet. What about any other ghosted stories or any other dating horror stories you want to share with us? I'm, Regale us. I'm trying to think of different I mean, I definitely I've ghosted somebody in New York. I went through again, so Aaron knows well the one of my more horror stories of dating um he might even listen to this do we know oh my god i doubt it i don't think he does maybe he doesn't he knows who he is so three out of four people that listen to us are here right now okay perfect (laughs) (laughs) and like i won't get into the details essentially but it was we both really liked each other and then um we would hook up and then well he was a friend of one of your good friends in new york right okay. so you would see him so we would s- okay so part of the same little, little circle circle yeah. and that's how it started I yeah assume, so each other. so it. it first started um spoiler alert on stone street at ulysses oh, oh, uh, oh shit. yeah so i guess if you want to get hooking up go yeah to go to street. ulysses Go to Stone Street. I have made out with more than one person there. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the same time. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, but he still had a girlfriend, and I thought, I was like, yes, it's getting started. Like, maybe he'll break up with his girlfriend. He, spoiler alert, he did not. Because they never, ever do. They never do. They never do. Guys, if you get one takeaway from Ghost of Stories podcast... They're not breaking up with They're their girlfriend. They're never breaking up with their girlfriend. Yeah. And we actually got into a fight once where he invited me to come hang out. And uh, I met him out and I walked back to his apartment with him. And in the lobby of his apartment, he said, oh, no, I can't. You can't come up. You have to go. And so his doorman got to. This is a, such a New York white girl story. But his doorman got to watch me sit and cry oh. while I waited for an Uber. Well, we also. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, what was his problem? <laughs> so you guys were out drinking. Yeah, we and were out he drinking. And invited you back to his apartment. And this is after how long that you guys have been just sort of fucking up off and on? Oh, this is like the first round before we... This is the first round. This is one girlfriend um, that he... She lived in a different state. Got it. So I guess he had to wake up early to go fly home to see her. And something switched in his head when we were walking back to his apartment. He realized... Like, oh, sh- shit, like, I got to fly home tomorrow to go right. see my girlfriend. Right. So he just out loud was like, oh, I got to fly home to see my girlfriend tomorrow. Like, you can't sleep over. It's not appropriate. I was like, is any of this appropriate? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's not appropriate for you to have been fucking me for the past year, but yeah. you still managed. Right. So then, yeah, so then he kind of, we ceased communication after I cried in his lobby. Uh, <laughs> what did the doorman have to say about the situation? Uh, the doorman's like, because I, I was... I was very drunk and I was like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, I recognize you. I've seen you here before. Like, I know who you are. I just can't let you, like, I can't. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, did you tell him the story? Oh, well, I, he, he witnessed our fight in outside and then inside he mm-hmm. witnessed. Got it. So I think he was kind of in on it. This poor man. No, this <laughs> man having the night of his life. <laughs> Whenever I was bartending and people would fight about in front of me, I'd be like, this is better than television. Yeah. So this <laughs> doorman witnessed this. And I went home and it actually ended up working out because my roommate normally would have been in bed, but it was like governor's ball. So her, she had a bunch of friends from out of town staying and I walked in and it was raining that day and I walked in, it was like one or two in the morning and I'd been like crying and I was like, Oh, this happened with Voldemort. And they were all like, Oh no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to like walk into a room of women who were like, Oh no, he no. didn't. No, I'm like, right. he did. So Anyways, so we've gone through and then we repeated that pattern with um, two or three different girls that he dated. What? It's it. It happened for like, yeah, for a couple of years. Like, and were these other girls then like girls that were local or other the, girls? Lo- that- so then he started dating a local girl, which I found out like we kind of ghosted each other. And then again, we were in the similar friend group. So right. I showed up to something that he was at and it kind of like it was just it was just a circular uh, yeah like not like bad situation yeah but then so. real talk did you ever want to be with him or did oh you ever- i did and then i would say it and then he it was lose his mind yeah which is like now i'm like no i don't like right. not smart and he's not a bad person but he just can't right i think he has his shit together now question mark yeah when's the last time you talked to him i don't know I still I'll like his Instagrams though. I'm a good I'm a good Instagram friend. I will <laughs> I'm an easy like. <laughs> That's nice. But um just cuz I I don't know. So So what was we, your thing though because with like how do you feel now that you were hooking up with him through multiple girlfriends? Like what Oh, I never felt process? good about it. Yeah. I'm like I know I'm in the wrong there, but I don't know why I thought like maybe 
I don't change. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll change. He'll come around. But I don't know what my thought process was. I thought I was like, oh, like he wouldn't be doing this unless he liked me. But it's just who knows. So after one of the first. So after the first time, the doorman lobby fight, um, my second fight with him when we we became friends again, uh, my sister was with me and I used to work for this like smaller TV network that doesn't exist anymore. And I worked in ad sales and we had this random party. So my sister was my sister was in town um, visiting and she had to do work and she came, I always said, Oh, come meet me at this work party after like we're premiering a couple shows. And one of them was um, Megan McCain had a show on our network. And uh, so John McCain was at the party oh and like my sister walked in and she's like, is that Senator John McCain? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah, don't worry. And she was like, what? Like I'm severely. You're under- like, it's New York, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> But um, we got in a fight via text because he was like texting me about he had just moved apartments and he got a new girlfriend, which I knew about. And he was like, oh, can you come help me like decorate my apartment? And I was just drunk and I went off and I was like, fuck you. Have your yeah. girlfriend decorate your apartment. Yeah, right. you not? Yeah. But yeah. He, and so my sister, because I was very drunk and my sister told me like she I guess I called him because I woke up the next morning and I saw a 14 minute phone call oh no and I was like no and my sister's like oh I heard all we were in the cab I heard all 14 minutes and I was like was I terrible I don't remember and she's like you were like just stood up for yourself and you just went off on him and he sat and he listened to it she's like you put him on speaker so I could hear fantastic good for you and then was that sort of the final no that was like (laughs) second of probably like six yeah so he um so i digress but one of the times after i was like you know what i'm gonna put myself out there on the apps because i haven't used the apps but in new york it just makes sense it's easy Mm -hmm. absolutely so um so i had a couple duds like mr bud light and um a couple other people like we would go and have a drink and nothing which is fine i think there's nothing bad about that you go and you have a drink it's not happening yeah you gotta go through a lot of those to find someone who's yeah anything but i found one guy that i we really got along and we were texting all the time and we just like we're talking a lot and we ended up finally hanging out like a week or two later and it went really well like we made out at some like I think of three sheets in the West Village. Like, oh, spend New Year's Chelsea there. Thing, <laughs> my boyfriend's like home base. Oh, that's like, so he funny. He in there for a year when we first moved here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we like ended up making like well we went to a better bar before that, but then we like went <laughs> Shots to fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, uh, okay. he doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. No, He'll never okay. know. I have a, no allegiance. A more appropriate for a date, <laughs> like fair enough, fair enough. More less divey, but I love yes. dive bars. I, I stand by. Yeah. I yep. stand by me too dive bars so um yeah we ended up like making out there and then like hooking up hooking up for a little bit um but he just he wouldn't make the effort to hang out really so he would text me constantly but never coordinate time to hang out and That's I was like frustrating I'm not doing this yeah yeah like and I just like it wasn't and when we did hang out in person it was fine but it wasn't like crazy crazy like if we hooked up, um, he he would try to push my head down, which oh. is like, oh, no. no, no, no. 
Honey, no. if you're no. going to get it, you're getting it. And if like, you're, and then there's nothing you can do to make it happen. No. no. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll get oh there, but God. now I don't want to. I'm no. having like a physical reaction <laughs> hearing you describe that. Yeah. I'm like, what year is it? How old are you? Right. Yeah. That's like something you do. That's something Richard would have done. Right. <laughs> God damn it, Richard. God but bless. yeah, so it just got to the point where he would text me all the time, but then never. And so I just tried to do the slow fade to right. him. And he like kind of wouldn't have it. And I remember, so I had slow faded him. I ghosted him. Like I just did it. I stopped texting him. Right. And then he texted me sometime around Christmas. And I was, uh, I had imbibed a little bit. I had been drinking and he was like, how's, how's New Hampshire? I'm like, oh, it's fine. Just typical family drama, which, and I shouldn't have said that because then he started like calling and texting me and he's like, what's going on with your family? Are you okay? I'm like, Oh no, oh it's just, God. we're all just drunk. Right. Yelling. Like there's six of us. There's, there's always si- we're just drunk happening. yelling right. at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, there's like, no actual drama. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was like a week later he was like, well, you reached out to me. I was like, no, you reached out to me. Right. Yeah. And right. Yeah. So I feel bad. Cause I, I should have just been like, dude, I, we, I don't want to hang out with you. All you ever do is text me. You make no attempt to hang out. But right. the slow fade was all I could do. I hate the just... We talk about this, I feel, a lot in the podcast. The guys are just like, check in and don't. I'm like, don't yes. you want to get to the p- part where we're... Yeah, that's what it was with him. Like, it was just like the checking in all stuff, the time. Doing the sexy stuff, not just yeah. like... No, hugging. he would just check in. He like wanted to be in an emotional relationship. And I was tired of it right yeah like, i have 11 people i can text about my the right. kalua in the garage if i need emotional support yeah <laughs> kalua <laughs> <laughs> it's in the garage i remember it's yeah. um any words of wisdom Bray, to our listeners before like anything you want to leave them with oh i don't think i am a role model at all but <laughs> They're never going to leave their girlfriend. I think that's something that... that yeah, that's, that's actually... Learned. Uh, I've learned repeatedly with... The, I, I'm i sorry. I am the other woman. I'm the worst. You're I apologize. You're not the worst. Everyone to, has their own path and journey. Right. And so it's just... it. They're never going to leave their girlfriend, which I've learned with more than one person. Yeah. So um, they're never going to leave their girlfriend. If they say you're going to... They're going to take you to prom... Ask for the receipts. <laughs> yeah, you better, and, you better hope that dress yeah, have them pay for your I, dress. <laughs> I really hope my grandmother doesn't listen to this later. She, well, I, Polly, I need, okay, never. Polly, okay, so I need She's to. She's having some trouble earlier. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's like, Pauline earlier, I, she follows me on Facebook and she writes some of the most wonderful comments I've ever heard. <laughs> And uh, she posted on my Facebook earlier, said, I'm old. I know. I don't understand. Help me. (laughs) In all caps. In all caps. I love the help me. Because it could go either way. Like, it's like sad. Like, I'm actually concerned. Should I call my grandmother? Help me. (laughs) I think you should call her. Yeah. It's all caps. Like, I really. Yeah, she needs help. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope, like, I know this will end up on Facebook. I hope she doesn't understand how to click on it yeah don't listen to this what's your grandma's name uh pauline pauline please 
Yeah. You've already listened to the end if you're hearing this. <laughs> so I'm late. sorry. It's too and late for you. Yeah. Our uh, other grandmother would never listen to this. They have a flip phone that they no. share. They have. Okay. Okay. <laughs> our Aunt Donna bought them this machine, which oh I kind of want access Donna to. Too. Are we the same family? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, we, of course. Are you her fourth sister? I might be. <laughs> or third? I do have a brother, which people often forget. Um, I once, one of my friends that I've known for five years, I'm like, I'm going to my brother's wedding this weekend. And she's like, you don't have a brother. I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I think I do. He yeah. invited me and to his wedding. Like, but no, I've met, she has met, I've worked with her for five years. She's met everyone in my family. She's like, you've never once mentioned your brother and I've never met him. I was like, well, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> he's around. I think your like, poor brother though, because he, he lives with like four very strong, very loud, right. opinionated women. And I just feel like Joe would always walk by. Oh, yeah. Just quiet as a lamb. <laughs> and then what, what do we used to call him? Oh, um, what? Uh, Base Dungeon Boy. Dungeon Boy. <laughs> Because like he lived the in the basement and he would never come out of the basement. Yeah, so but we he's used to like like call super him Dungeon athletic Boy. and charismatic. Like he's an awesome, like attractive. Oh, he has a lovely he's wife. Like a, he's shit's the best going well wife. for him. Like, <laughs> but it's just like I just uh, like in high school he used to drive me to school. He was a senior when I was a freshman, and uh, he would make me watch walk ten paces behind him. So that people wouldn't know we were there together. Oh, like, he was always like Mr. Brother cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a brother thing. I remember kids in my high school would be like, your cousin with Joe Leaf? And I'd be like, yeah. And he'd well, be like, whoa. People, and I was like, oh uh, my gosh. He was people, like a, he was he was like a prominent member of society. He was. Yeah. He was a big man on yeah. campus. And my campus too. We and your brother too though, in the opposite. And people would be like, you know Andrew? And I'm like, well, we were related. Yeah. Um, and they all dated they dated the same girls yeah really weird yeah that's really weird actually also because they look a lot alike i was just (gasps) like what are you doing they were like studs back in the well they okay you still are but (laughs) (laughs) does your brother listen to this or does your my brother does listen to this oh really i doubt joe does i'd be surprised joe would not i don't know you i'll ask his wife i text her okay (laughs) carla (laughs) we love you carla carla call us Well, Brie, thank you so much for yeah. flying out from Denver only to do this podcast. I'm sure <laughs> you had nothing else. It was this. specifically yeah. to do this. It's been delightful. Yes. Um, yes. A lot of fun. A lot of insights. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have like great advice. Just, what? No. He's not he's leaving have, his girlfriend. He's not leaving his girlfriend. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Wow. Anything else? That's good. I think Let's go drink some more wine. We've Yay. arrived. Yeah. We'll see I, you guys next week. Boo. Boo.